0: All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Well, you know, I'm angry because I just spent five minutes trying to get the sound levels on this corrected, but for some reason, it's not working. So, listeners, for no reason, the thing I do every goddamn week the same way for some reason is acting like an asshole today. So, expect lots of uh, I know what punches you is on, on Jake's It Punches on it Email us. Tell <laughs> us who it was. <laughs> We've been hacked. Someone is hacking the podcast and making it sound like this. Goddamn hackers. I'm in uh, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, and uh, when I work this comedy club, you stay in a comedy condo. It's an apartment that's above a dentist in uh, just a residential neighborhood, but it is literally right next to a white trash dive bar, and when you come here, the one thing you always get told is, eh, you don't want to go in there, and legend is that um, that it's rough and tumble and that someone got stabbed in there, but no one ever, like, you know, can name the comic that said, Oh, yeah, I was there when someone got stabbed. But uh, last night, and this was fucking hilarious, I thought. Uh, last night, sitting in the apartment with the window open, and suddenly just hear yelling. So I just turn off the light and go over the window and look out in the parking lot, and there are two, like, 65, 70 year old men, and one woman, and One guy, one of the old men, is leaning up against a dumpster. He looks really drunk, like he's about to pass out. And the other guy is yelling at the woman. And, dude, it was exactly like high school. It was this old guy yelling, You're just playing both of us. You gotta choose me or him. And then the woman starts yelling, I'm 50 years old. I don't need this shit. This is bullshit. You're playing us against one another. Which one is it gonna be? And this goes on for, like, 15 minutes, and then finally another old guy wanders out and is like, God damn it, Bill, you know we're in a residential neighborhood. They're going to call the cops. You don't like all this yelling. And then all three, four of them just walk back into the bar like nothing happened. That's Yeah, that,
1: that, that's what I hate about really... Old loose women, man, is they, uh, you know, they learn the game by that age. If they don't, if they don't settle down and uh, and 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 either marry or at least bang, you know, one guy at a time, they they really get good at. It. Yeah, dude, they they become like crafty old veterans. I mean, they they, they really know the ins and outs of uh, messing with dudes' heads.
0: Either that or the guy never graduated emotionally from high school because. I mean, I guess pain is pain. Oh, I forgot one line that I thought was hilarious. The guy that was doing on the yell and pointed at the guy leaning against the dumpster and said, I've been coming to this bar for 10 years. You only started coming after your wife died. That's pretty harsh, dude. I'm like, wow, that was...
1: uh, (laughs) I didn't need a compelling reason to be an alcoholic, okay? I'm in it for the love of the game. You're just trying to drink away your sorrows, you fucking pussy.
0: You started showing up and trying to get laid after your wife died. I've been working on this woman for 10 years. And, of yeah. course, and I suppose this goes without saying. I didn't give a physical description, but, you know, they're all pretty white trash. Let's put it this way. This, this bar is in a nice residential neighborhood, but it's the bar that has a huge NASCAR banner on the side. So,
1: Yeah, any, anything involving, like, NASCAR or, like, anything with, with hunting theme, you know, if 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 there's just hunting shit for no reason, if you sell hunting supplies, fine. But if if there's just camouflage up for no goddamn reason, that that's just a sign that it's, it's it's white trash as fuck. You know.
0: Uh, oh yeah, I I uh, went. Uh, there's there's a place in uh, Wisconsin. I think it's called Crivets, and they have a whitewater rafting camp, and it's actually pretty good for Wisconsin. You know, you're not doing the Colorado, you're not doing the Grand Canyon. But as far as whitewater rafting goes, it's, it's not too bad. And when you can't travel to Colorado or uh, Utah to do it, you just go to Wisconsin, or you just go north. And man, uh, the further north you go in Wisconsin, the further south you get society-wise. And we, we get up there, and it's me and one of my friends who happens to be black, and this wedding party shows up at this little bar that the campground has in it, and everybody's wearing camo in the wedding. And we literally felt like we were in a scene from Deliverance, like they're going to have the wedding party, shoot their guns in the air, lynch my black friend, and start butt-raping the rest of us. It was... if, if
1: everybody in the wedding wears camo, that means you know that that everybody is related to, you know? And, and, <laughs> and there's just that awkwardness of, which side of the aisle do we sit on? That's... Uh... <laughs> brother and sister, I have uh, I have no idea. let just we draw
0: straws. The bloodline runs thick. Yeah, camo vests. It was uh, camo vests and ties, and the women's had women folk had camo dresses somehow or camo camo tops. I have no idea, but it was it was pretty. Like wow, you got all dressed up for your, and that's a business too. That's that's the part that fucked me up. Is out there somewhere is a. Uh, Wedding rental place that said, "You know what? I know our demographic up here in northern Wisconsin. Let's put some camo tuxedo vests uh, on display."
1: That's that's sad. I mean, do you think do you think when they came in and rented them, they were like, "Wow, someone's actually renting the camo vest," or, or do you think they had to like custom order them? And I mean, because that, that's that's an order you would have to explain probably about three or four times. <laughs> like, wait, you want uh, wait the women. I camo. Uh, Okay. Um, Should we make the little figurines on the cake inbred already? Or, I I mean, are they inbreeding for the first time? What do we do here? I mean, I want to stay true to the theme. Should they be carrying banjos? Uh, should Should the state be taking away the children from... The little plastic pieces on the cake. Should they have little plastic? You know, should they? Should the woman have bruises already? What should I? Um, <laughs> I don't know how to make
0: it? <coughs> that's fucking funny. Yeah, the only the sad thing is, is you know they they just looking at them. They were not doing it unironically. They were they were like proud to wear their camo tuxes like this. We look good. And I I, I wish I had a picture. Maybe my memory is playing tricks on me, but I'm going to guarantee that at least two of them had uh, mullets, because that that just goes hand in hand.
1: Well, I mean, if you're going to go with a camo vest, yeah, you might as well. It almost looked funny without any mullets, because then it would be like, wow, you you woke up with an average man's IQ and decided that was a good idea, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have that mullet. you draining brain your brains out of your skull. You had, uh, you had a normal haircut. You had a normal brain. And you sat down and you weighed the options. You looked at all the different uh, attire for weddings. And you were like, you know what? I, I've thought about it. I've thought long and hard. I'm going with camo. All day, every day, camo. Oh.
0: And even if I somehow land a job that doesn't allow me to wear it, camo underpants or socks just so I can feel it next to my skin, even if no one else knows.
1: Do you think that would be grounds for firing somebody? I mean, if you went on social media and found that they uh, they got married all in camo,
0: <laughs> I think it should be. I think actually it should uh, be a sign that your hiring process is fucked up.
1: Yeah, not only do you fire that guy, but you fire the the, the couple of people that hired him. At yeah, go into
0: human resources and have a meeting. All right, what happened here?
1: Yeah, it's time to. Just I mean that the house.
0: that's in that's. Uh, Assuming there is human resources, because the only place I'm assuming that it would be okay to wear a camel on the job is, like, in your, I don't know, uh, auto repair business. And that's not the shit on people that do auto repair, because they know a fuck ton more about cars than I do, but they also tend to enjoy uh, the duck dynasty.
1: Fair enough. Certain professions I want that in. You know, I, I want that in uh, the auto business, anything construction-related, um, any kind of... Um,
0: yeah, because if they, they, I they're know. in construction, it. I can they love the Duck Dynasty, but they also know they're cement. So, you know, you gotta, you got to put the trust where it, it belongs. It's true. So what's going on in your world? I'm in Cuyahoga Falls listening to bar arguments over uh, aged women. Uh, how's Jake's world? You got anything we should be talking about today? I, uh, sadly, uh, listeners, I'm not going to lie to you, Jake and I did not discuss future topics before uh, starting this uh, rambling nonsense. Oh, a uh, you know, w-
1: couple, not, nothing really interesting with me, but... Uh, well, Jake's
0: back in the, the um, rental game. You are back in real estate. You're out of the bar business. I don't think we ever announced that to the listeners who keep track of your every uh, step, Jake. So, yeah, well, a, you're behind. If, if you're
1: drawing it on a chart, it's a shad downward spiral of a chart. Uh, we either <laughs> that or just kind of a straight line at the bottom of whatever the top of your chart is. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm which is higher that. or
0: lower, real estate or bar backing?
1: Oh, I I don't know. It depends on the month, man. I mean, you know, there's month where there's months where it's awesome in real estate, but goddamn it, this isn't one of them. Um, oh, kind of a funny story with that. Actually, I was um, showing a, 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 an apartment, and it's it's an apartment where the this management company owns all the buildings on this one block, and they're a little bit run down, but the price is really good on them. So I, I, I post them a lot. I show them a lot. And then if, if people can afford it, I, I show better, right? That's kind of the name of the game with those. But yeah. <laughs> I, upselling. I
0: uh, It's like adding the uh, undercoating to the car.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to do that because if, let's say, somebody has a budget for a $1,900 one bedroom, right? Um, these things are usually about 1700 if they see pictures online of something seventeen hundred that looks like it'll work for them, they're going to call on the seventeen hundred, and then when they get there, they're going to they're going to ask, or I'm going to ask if if, if they can see anything more. And you know, if you can afford nineteen hundred, but you see something for seventeen hundred that works, you're gonna you're gonna call. Yeah, on you're gonna try and, so, and
0: save that couple hundred bucks. Yeah,
1: sure. And so that's that's why I show these, but most of the time people don't really like them that much because you know they're they're a little down, but. Anyway, I was I was taking pictures of one because there there was one that just opened up in there that I didn't have pictures of, and I mean, the client had just left and um, I, <coughs> I I had the door open in the hallway taking pictures of the living room, and a guy from the apartment next to it opened his door and was walking out, and he was just like hey, just kind of looked at me and I was like hey how you doing and he's like good, and I mean she just kind of had this awkward sort of pause to him and. He was like, are "You uh, you thinking about moving in?" And I was like, "No, actually, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to find somebody to move in." I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a broker. I'm just taking pictures of the apartment. He's like, "You're not gonna move in any drug dealers, are you?" And I was just like, "No, I wasn't planning on it." And he was like, "Because uh, the last broker, he he moved in drug dealers into that apartment. That's, that's why they got kicked out of there." <laughs> the dude had a little bit of an accent, you know. And I, I thought he was just kind of you know bucking with me a little bit, and I was just I like, "I thought oh, he yeah. was."
0: I think he was going to say, because uh, uh, I'm the drug dealer here and I don't need no
1: competition. I will cut you. <laughs> Not only do I kill the drug dealers you move in, I kill their fucking broker, too. I'm, I'm so that no more like move that. in. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, I cut the dicks off of the brokers who move in <laughs> rival competition. And I, uh, I send them out to other real estate companies with little notes that say, this is, this is this the is cock what happens. of the broker who, yeah, yeah. He stuck it, it in my the apartment. That's what happened. My neighborhood. Yeah. But, but he he starts he tells me this elaborate story, man. He's, he's saying that um, Like that the, the people that, that were in there, it was like a massive drug den. And I mean, it's a small one-bedroom. But when they got busted, they got busted at 5 in the morning, and they had two helicopters on nice. the fucking roof. And they busted over 20 people in there because it was one of those things where, I mean, no one really lived there. It was just like they would have the drug dealers set up shop, and people would come in there and just, just shoot up on little cots in the corner. And he oh, said, so it, was a, it wasn't even a dealer, it was a den. No, it was just a den, man. 24-7, he said people were in and out. There would be lines at the door going down the stairwell of people just waiting to fucking either go in there and shoot up or just get drugs and leave. And he said there'd be, like, really nice cars that would park outside, and they would send their people in just to fucking pick shit up or drop shit off and— it, I mean, 24 hours a day, he said it was loud as fuck. How I mean, long does a, that last? The- I
0: mean, you'd think that would be like two days and you're the neighbor going, all right, let's call the cops,
1: you know? Well, that's the thing is, is he was like, dude, everybody in this building would complain. Everybody up and down the block would complain because, I mean, there'd always be people in front of the building because of this. And, uh, I mean, it, it, it was bad, man.
0: And how many, did he say how long it took him
1: to get him out of there? Uh, I, I don't think it was long. I, I mean, with that kind of thing, I, I think the... Yeah, uh, you'd, you'd the hope it would just be
0: just in a, just within a week.
1: Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. With that management company, probably a month. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, see, because the thing, the thing is, is that management company does not run their own credit checks. Now, they they rely on us to give them accurate paperwork uh, for everything else, management companies. But when it comes to credit checks, you drop off application fees and the management company will um, use the social security number and the name on the applications to run their own credit. What that management company does is they want to save money and, and just just make a little bit more money by saying, okay, you pay us application fees and you run the credit checks at your own brokerage, right? And so because of that, they save the 25 bucks or whatever. But... That can Theoretically add up. speaking, if I wanted the if I wanted to forge paperwork, I could only do that with everything except for the credit check. But with this, I could do it with the credit check. Theoretically, if I wanted to do that, um, if I could do that, um, you know, there's there's a lot of people that do. It's you know this day and age, it's not the most complicated thing to do. Yeah. And management companies know that, and so it's like, okay, well, you know, you can do everything except for your rental history. That's I mean, that's the big one. People. They they rely on like the credit check is is, is huge. It's do you have the ability and um, the the will to pay rent? You know that's that's what that is. And so if if you put that all in the hands of just random brokers, you know, and you, you work with a ton of them, then you're opening the door for somebody to literally uh, create an entire new person on paper, and and you have no way of backing that up because you're 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 having them you're trusting them with all the paperwork and so management companies like that will get these people where it's like they'll, they'll just kind of pay a broker to create a new guy for them and they're they're getting them in there and and they they know it's not going to last long and then it's, it's just on to the next one
0: hmm. i think that <coughs> fuck um go going back a little bit um Thing that was fucked up to me is I always hear and you know you're not stupid that New York is expensive, but I like how seventeen hundred is in the shitty rundown area. That's more than my goddamn mortgage for a house, and people just well, a story is kind of
1: expensive, man. Uh, um, a story in yeah. Queens, yeah. It's I mean as far as Queens go, it's, it's kind of an expensive area, but I mean, there's areas where it's way more than that, dude. Oh, I, I know. Mean, that's what I was going like to ask because I
0: see downtown. I see those, uh, those essentially the closet apartments where yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's essentially a closet where you have to have a fold down bed and you don't even have a bathroom. You have to use share a bathroom and it's a thousand dollars a month for something that's the size of a couch in the Midwest.
1: Well, I, I will say at least in the outer boroughs, um, it's it's pre-war apartments, which means it's 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 like pre, um, World War One basically, which means the, the the rooms are bigger and um, yeah, you know, it's it's just you can tell in the in the in the, the framing and, and, and just kind of how the, the building is is looks on the outside and the inside. But anyway, <coughs> the pre-war stuff, um, unless it's really been chopped up on the inside is, is going to be do. bigger. Well, I mean, they, 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 they the do that a lot, but they the... don't do it as much in the um, in the outer boroughs. You know, they, they more just kind of maintain the inside of the building. I mean, they'll redo the floors and they'll, like, redo yeah. um, the drywall and stuff like that, but they'll have the original walls up, which means it's actually pretty sweet because they built shit a little bit sturdier back in the day, so you, you don't hear your neighbors as much in a pre-war building, whereas the stuff downtown that has all been... I mean, the buildings have been torn down and put back up even, but if, if nothing else, they've been completely gutted on the inside from the old days and just, just built yeah. completely. The I mean, the outside structure might might be the old stuff, but uh, the inside is all new shit. It's paper-thin walls because, I mean, they figured out a long time ago that um, people rent apartments based on the walkthrough, and you don't really get a sense of how thick your, your, your walls are in between units on the walkthrough unless somebody happens to be making noise while you're spending a couple minutes in that apartment and they were just like you know we can save x amount of dollars um if we make the walls paper thin i had a um an ex-girlfriend that lived in the west village which is like one of the most expensive neighborhoods to live in in the city and she had a a studio uh, apartment which i I think back in iowa they basically call them efficiencies you know it's just no better it's just a a room in in a kitchen in a and a, a bathroom, right? And uh, this thing was was thirty three hundred bucks a month. Um, Jesus fuck, dude.
0: Yeah. When I lived in Los Angeles, the two bedroom apartment I had with a buddy was twelve hundred. So that was six hundred each, which is not too horrible, especially for LA. And it wasn't in a shitty neighborhood. It was in a. It was at the base of a hill in the valley. And you know when you're in the hills. Fucking, that's, you know, the higher up in the hill you go, the bigger the mansion. Sure, get. That's sure. where all the money is. So when you're at the base, they still, you know, want it to be nicer. They don't just like, all right, let's have the slums done. Because they don't want anybody yeah. wandering up the hill. So, yeah, that was just $1,200 in Los Angeles. So then again, Los Angeles is a lot of sprawl. You can keep spreading there. and Right, uh, right. Whereas whereas with an island, you're pretty much set. Your, your land yeah. mass is done. You, you, you're building up, not out. I yeah.
1: Mean, it's... You know and, and, and this is this is the West Village that's it's where you know like movie stars and shit live I mean it's 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 expensive there it's it's that much for a reason but and I, I mean it wasn't in, in, in a nice elevator building and you know it did have a little alcove area it was she was a nice studio that being said it was a studio for for 3300 bucks and I I could literally hear her neighbors coughing and sneezing um it, it yeah. actually freaked me out the first time I heard it I I was, I was coming out of the bathroom and I, and I heard somebody cough and it didn't sound like her and I just kind of poked my head out and looked at her, and then I heard it again. And I was just like, I think I heard one of your neighbors cough. She was like, oh, yeah, you can hear that a lot, especially if you're standing on that side of the apartment. I was like, Jesus, for all the all the money people pay in these goddamn buildings, they can't even build you decent walls. They so just put a little oh, piece shit. of cardboard in between the units. It's fucking insane, man.
0: I wonder but, who did the math no, man. on that. I wonder who figured out, like, Okay, if the wall is this thick, uh, it costs this much. But if the wall is this thick, we can actually, over the course of the building, fit in one more apartment, then fuck it. Everybody gets to listen to everybody else fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane, man. Um, yeah, the the, the way they, they build shit. And then you also see in really expensive neighborhoods, you'll see landlords that just let units go to shit and don't maintain them at all. But they still charge an arm and a leg because they're like, look, I'd rather charge a little bit less and not have to fucking maintain anything because somebody's going to pay me a shitload of money to live in the village. I, it, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it, it can be falling apart. Um, the road is everywhere. It's the goddamn village. I'm still going to get thousands of dollars for this fucking thing.
0: Makes no goddamn sense to me, but what well, do Especially with I the mean... public
1: trans- transportation the way it is in this city, man. I, I mean... I lived in Washington Heights at the top of the island and I you know, I get it, the West Village is pretty sweet. That being said, I was down there in like half an hour after swiping yeah. my Metro car at once. So I mean, it's you know, the, the public transportation in the cities I, I, I was blown away by it when I first moved here, man, how efficient it is and it's it's really good. It's great for alcoholics because I can just get drunk and not have to worry about driving the speed limit on the way home. So
0: it's if I remember sweet. anything, I remember stories of you drunk on the subway. But what well, I remember you falling in love with when you got to New York is. <coughs> the dollar pizza slices.
1: Yeah, the dollar slices are pretty sweet, dude. Uh, you kind of get you get <coughs> you tired of those after a while, man, because you know you eat them when you're hard of for cash. And but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I do like that they're that they're there when when I yeah. I
0: remember I remember about I remember that from Boston as uh there was Cappy's Pizza right around the corner from my dorm, and we would go there fucking all the time. But that's what you got to do when you're in college and you have the metabolism to handle pizza every goddamn day. Once you start becoming an adult, you're like, oh, pizza makes me fat. Oh, dude, I did have
1: some new stuff I wanted to kind of, kind of go into.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We're, uh, we we got a couple minutes left.
1: I'm sure you heard about this, but uh, did, you, did you hear about George Zimmerman selling his
0: yes, gun? Yes, yes. Dude, I can you know, only
1: hope that he will one day get arrested for stealing that gun back from a hotel it, uh, it lost In Vegas, Vegas. justice will
0: be done. <laughs> oh, that's the only way we get criminals these days. You know, this is a horrible thing to say. You know what pisses me off most about the George Zimmerman gun sale Huh? is the guy that created a fake name to bid on it to knock it out of the system. He bid like sixty-five million dollars. He called it uh, racist. Sixty-five program. million? Yeah, because it was oh, a fake bid. Fuck he was trying. Shit. He was trying oh, to knock fake, it off the charts so that okay. no one could could buy oh, it. Oh, got gotcha. you. know, he didn't want anybody <laughs> to outbid him, so that so created a fake profile, and his fake profile was shooty uh, racist McShooty face.
1: Racist McShooty face.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that just pisses me off because it's such a because it, it's just hack, and I hate hack, and that that's why it pisses me off because uh, of that Arctic boat. It's the you, you know what I'm talking about, right? In England they created a new boat to explore the Arctic. It was a marine boat, and they put it out there to the public and said, all right, let's have an Internet vote on what we should name this new $250 million uh, Arctic explorer. And the thing that won was Bodie McBoatface.
1: Bodie McBoatface.
0: Well, yeah. like, here's, here's what and I so think- then racist McShuity face just copied that, and I'm like, that's hack. You don't just get to steal that. Fuck you. Be original. That's what pisses me off about George Zimmerman selling his gun. Not the fact that a racist asshole piece of shit that should be in jail is selling his gun, but that someone did a hack of a British boat uh, survey. And the, by the way, the Brits didn't uh, name the boat Bodie Boaty McBoat face. They, uh, they said, all right, technically that won the popular vote, but we're going to name it something else because they're dicks and democracy is dead.
1: Well, here's what I think that that we should do, um, and I, I might be spoiling the, the plan by saying it on a podcast that's being recorded on the internet. But um, goddamn, seven or li- seven listeners, don't tell anybody. Yeah, seven don't, listeners, don't you don't tell all anybody. This. If, if, if you if you do, if you, you got to pay us royalties. But um, I, you know, I, I, I was kind of into guns back back home, and that thing, if, if I remember right, that was like a like a cheap Glock or something. And yeah he started the bidding at five thousand dollars those things I, I i'm pretty sure go for like a few hundred bucks i mean i i have to look up what model it was i, I just kind of looked at it um i'm pretty sure it was a cheap glock i i, I could be wrong but it was not it was a cheap carry pistol you know it, it usually go for like it like a few hundred bucks so what i'm thinking is we set it up on the same website we do like the the, the generic Rolex thing where it's like Rolex with a W <laughs> or something. We make it look like we're auctioning off the, the the Zimmerman gun and people click on that. And, you know, we started at 5,000 bucks too. And everybody that went bids, a $5,500. Congratulations. Everybody else did $5,400. You're the winner. We're sending you a gun tomorrow and we'll even autograph it like dear, uh, racist guy. I hope you enjoy my murder weapon. Uh, keep fighting the good fight. Love George Zimmerman. You know, we sign it and everything. And that way, when, when the dude who wants to pay all the money for the, I, I, I don't know, racist killing memorabilia, whatever you would call that. When he gets in the mail and goes to brag to the rest of his clan buddies that he shows up and they all got one too. And they're <laughs> they like, oh, have fuck. one too- <laughs> We've been bamboozled by some lefty son of a bitch. And then we take
0: all the money or not all the money, we keep a little money, but we take a we make a sizable donation to like the Southern Poverty Law Center or Yeah, yeah. N- we N-
1: kick like half of it to to the United Kingdom. NAACP so yeah, like exactly. monsters, but but yeah. We're I, only I, partial monsters. We
0: gotta cover yeah. expenses, but god damn it, the NAACP the United they they deserve a good chunk. If we make a good hundred thousand selling this gun to every racist in America, yeah, they, they get a
1: they get a good chunk of money. Well yeah, because I, I think it would hurt them more knowing that that they're that they're getting swindled out of a racist murder weapon. Um that, that went to help the black community, you know? Yes, that, that would be the ultimate like fuck you to those guys. <laughs> that being said, we should get commission for it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Not not only did I not get the real racist gun. But I helped them blacks. Oh, now I'm sending one of them to college. This is horrible. I didn't go to college. That's why
1: I'm a dumb, hick racist. Yep. Yeah, your, your, uh, your, your money went to, uh, went to the United Negro College Fund, man. You...
0: Aside from the racist McShooty face, Ben,
1: I think, and I, again, I come at these things
0: the wrong way. Do you think the I United
1: Negro that? College Fund has ever gotten letters telling them to change their name?
0: I think that I've heard of this, but because uh, it's such a throwback, I can't remember if I, I think I've read things that say maybe we should update it, but no, it's it's uh, it's an institution. It's solid. People know it, but uh, it, it reminds us of our past. I'm not, I'm not sure, but. Anyway. Fair enough. I mean,
1: I, I guess you can't really con- accuse those guys of being racist or whatever. I well, look at what, what The
0: really the a national advancement of uh, what is it the, the oh yeah colored people. Color yeah, people yeah yeah it's like it's just known that I think I think it's like a badge of this is what we were called this is how we were treated we turned it into a
1: positive and so yeah it's fair enough it's almost name. like a little museum piece or something like yeah,
0: that. yeah yeah it's it's a reminder of what America was openly and blatantly and now is just done through legislation and uh, judicial malfeasance whereas you know black oh, would you- incarcerated and and Zimmerman gets to shoot people and get away with it speaking of Zimmerman um
1: do you you remember how like after after he got off there was a period of about six months where every couple of weeks he would get arrested for something yeah crazier. yeah yeah, yeah. I, kept, I was kept gonna say that go, that, go ahead that, that the OJ thing would happen where he'd get arrested for something else and they'd really stick it to him because he got off but like he did shit where I'm like, that seems a little bit worse than the hotel thing that OJ did, man. It would be like,
0: oh he pulled a gun on a guy once. Like yeah, he got I mean, into a confrontation and they were like, he was gonna have another Florida standoff where he, I can't remember the full thing, but I remember like oh, Zimmerman in confrontation pulls out gun. And like the fact he didn't use it is insane. That's what I was gonna say a second yeah, ago is every two weeks
1: you'd be <laughs> like, God, oh, Jimmerman was arrested today for uh beating an elderly woman to death with an Oh, didn't he beat turtle. up his
0: he and he beat up his girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, his
1: girlfriend, is your, uh, I think like a girlfriend's dad. Like yeah, I mean there's all kinds of shit. It's just like how do you how do you keep how does this guy not go to prison ever? Like that was what made me finally believe in God. Um, because the only way that's possible is if he sold his soul to, to the devil to, to like never do prison time, and yeah. I can I can just imagine that that speech with the prince of darkness when when the prince of darkness is trying to sit there and be like, okay, George, you realize though, if 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 it's like you you know. You're not just sucking one demon cock in hell for this. I mean, for for everything I get you off, it's compounding interest. I don't know, George, I don't know if you realize how compound interest on demon cock works. Okay. It's not just like I get you off for the Trayvon thing and then I get you off for the pulling a gun thing, and that's two demon cocks. No, see you have interest. From the, the 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 Trayvon demon, cock, it goes one to five yes, to twenty yes. and to fifty. Now we're adding the interest for the next thing, and then the next time you pull a gun, that's got the interest on the, the first two get multiplied. So basically, you're gonna you're gonna be sucking an entire demon cocks worth of demon cocks by the time you get down here. I'm just. I just want you to know how it works out, because people try to countersue when they get down here, and it's always just a big mess. But you realize you're going to suck a lot of demon cocks when you get down to you,
0: hell, right? You, Mr. Zimmerman, are going to be Eiffel Towered by two demons. You're going to have one in the mouth, one in your ass, and you are they're going to be high five
1: and above your bent-over self. Yeah, really, you know, as far as all of eternity goes, you'd be better off just to... Just to shoot the kid and then get lethal injection because that's one demon cock you got to suck every day. You basically just got to let one demon cock have his way with you for protection and then he protects you from the other demons because you're like his bitch or whatever. But for getting you off all these times, you're going to be basically standing on a conveyor belt all day (laughs) as it brings you.
0: Demon cocks left and right wide i think we lost jake
1: someone called me my bed oh that's what hold. it was yeah oh
0: i uh what i was gonna say is um uh the, the, the going back like five minutes i think the thing that like frustrated me is not the fact that zimmerman is, is tried to sell the gun it's that everybody was outraged and or surprised When literally, it was just the next logical step in a series of asshole, shithead, fuck everyone moves by Zimmerman. Because of course he's going to try and cash in on his bullshit, you know, I shot, I'm a racist asshole, shot this innocent kid. Of course trying to cash in on it is the next step. I mean, how is that surprising? I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, oh, of course, Mr. Asshole, shithead that's going to burn in hell is trying to sell the gun and profit on it.
1: Yeah, I feel like this guy learned nothing from O.J. Simpson. You know, he should just he shouldn't be you know writing the the book called If I Did It. He should he shouldn't be doing that kind of shit. You know, like he should be laying low. He should be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I got away with this one. People want to kill me. I should grow a mustache. I should I should dye my hair blonde. I should I look I should look very very much different. From the way I did during the trial and all that, like, I should basically live the rest of my life quietly and in disguise, probably move to Alaska or some shit. I, 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 should, I should keep my head down after this one.
0: Did you, I, I think, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I watched maybe a total of five minutes of that trial And that's more than any trial I've ever watched. I never watched any OJ trial. I've never watched court TV. I just just watched
1: clips, man, like the highlights and shit.
0: I was flipping through the channels one day, and I came across, and I'm like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, shit, it's the Zimmerman trial. And I knew just after watching the prosecution for five minutes that he was going to get off. I'm like, this guy is so inept. It was, you know, it was Marsha Clark all over again. Just... You're you're not getting the high-priced Yale Harvard lawyers on a state prosecution team. You're getting either people that really want to do good, or that just didn't have the connections to get into. I don't. I, but basically, I watched it for five minutes, and I'm like, he's he's getting off. That guy is not going to get win a conviction in this. He's inarticulate. He's he's not compelling, and so it
1: was it was sad. But you could see it coming. Do you think that's the way the state does it? When they're they're like, "Well, I, I kind of like this guy," and, and it's sort of a racisty sort of state. Let's let's bring in like the, the special needs prosecution lawyer and <laughs> let him just sit there and stutter and twitch uh, while he's on 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 the you know on the floor on the courthouse floor.
0: I don't know how it works, but. Uh... Yeah, I think uh, I think um, I think the government needs uh, some some good uh, some good prosecutors. I think we've probably got some out there, but I think we need uh, I think we need to get the good prosecutors on the big cases. That's what they need to do. Is I'm sure the government and every municipality has a good prosecutor, just for some reason they don't get the good case, and they they're probably sitting there going, "Why the fuck did you give this to Bob? Bob got Cs in law school." <laughs> I got fucking A's, and I'm here out of the good of my heart because I want justice. Oh fuck it, I'm going into private practice. Fuck you, government. I quit.
1: I'm switching teams. I'm a free agent now. I'm working for the crack dealers. Fuck you. <laughs> they pay <Yeah>. cash. <laughs> they get. They ain't so goddamn stingy when it comes to the paycheck, and, and, and they don't hire Bob. Most of all, fuck you, Bob. Exactly. Just yelling All right, at the kids. TV at home in their slippers. Yes, like you're <laughs> fucking dropping the ball again. Oh, my God, Bob.
0: You should have objected here. I would have yelled, I object. Bob, you incompetent fuck. All right, kids, thanks for listening. Uh, JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com. Message us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Comment on our podcast.
1: Tell us what you thought of what we said. All right. Later.